Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newly Wed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. So today I'm going to talk about my <laughs> my usual topic, which is personal responsibility. And I think I'm going to keep saying in that always. I'm not going to claim to be anybody's therapist or or having the key to life or the answer to life's <laughs> questions. But I know that I have lived a life that has been filled with a lot of turmoil, ups and downs, uh, 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 happy times, jubilations, you know, coming out of, of tough times. And I've, I'm, I'm a scholar or student of life. Everything that I experience, I take away some sort of lesson from it. It, it doesn't make sense to just exist to exist every single moment that's why I love to watch people that's why I love to be around people I love to understand what why people do the things they do but most importantly I understand myself I I I am self-assured I know who I am and I've accepted myself and I am constantly evolving constantly improving So today I'm going to talk about a lady. I don't know this woman. And I will honestly say that yesterday or whenever it was, I saw the first outburst on Facebook about her passing. Um, was probably the first time I'd ever heard about her. And then I heard the song that she did that that I think she was featured on with somebody else. And I think I have heard that song once before, I think. But I don't know that I know her enough to say I know anything about her or her life history or I followed her or anything like that or her music. But this lady's name is Osinachi Machuku. She was apparently a gospel singer, some sort of minister. And uh, yesterday or, or the day before, there was news that she had passed away. But everything that I saw, nobody actually... You know, it wasn't about talking about everybody was attacking the church or her inst this some church that she goes to or her daddy go or mommy goes or whatever they call them for her demise, and they were all saying that she was apparently murdered uh, by her husband. She'd been a victim of 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 domestic abuse and had suffered that for a long time and she had gone and you know sought assistance from her church and they advised her to stay because divorce is frowned upon or something like that 
a lot of people are saying that that's what happened. A lot of people are saying the church failed her. This, that, other. This is what people are saying. Um, and then randomly here or there, you hear people say, "Well, you know, people tried to talk her to, you know, tell her to leave, but she wouldn't leave." I don't like to talk about things where I have very limited information about. So I went and I, I, I did some research to try to get some more information about I didn't see a lot the only thing I saw was the announcement of her passing and what I saw was that she had been hospitalized for three months and she had succumbed to her the illness whatever ailment that she was in the hospital for no talk about oh she was abused by her husband and everything that's what I've seen from the news sources that put out there about her passing the only place I'm hearing about the abuse is from random Facebook people chatting about it and saying that they know this or they know someone who knows her, whatever. And obviously I have a WhatsApp group. One of my friends has talked about it and some of the things that are being said about it, they're ridiculous. Like the fact that they said that her husband used to tie her up and ask her kids to beat her up. So now we're going to, now we're going to go into the part where everybody's going to be like, really, Mrs. S, this is where you're going with this. Yes. I'm going with this. I saw a lot of the posts. I started to make my comments and I decided, you know, read the room back out of it. Just don't comment. It's a very sad, it's, it's a sad thing. A lot of people are hurt by her loss and a lot of people have very strong opinions about it. And I, I really pray for her and I pray for her soul to rest in peace. It's, it's, it's sad, but then now let's get into this topic. If in fact the allegations of domestic violence are true, let's talk about this. This lady is not a teenager. She is not a person who was, who is, you know, a child. I believe she's a lady in her forties. I think the world likes to receive people like to go in the direction of you know when you go and and when you hear things that soothe your soul things you you things you like to hear things that are not hard hitting and direct and you know no sugar coating just you know, straight no chaser, right? <laughs> people don't want that. People want the sugar coating. People want the chaser. People want the, you know, butterflies and and tell me this thing so it sounds good to my ear, but does not have the right impact. Um, so people like to hear that why did the daddy G.O. say this to the girl? And why did the friend say this to her? And why did, you know, why didn't anybody get her out of there? And it's, it's, it's somebody else. Okay. Nobody is actually, I mean, you will see those people who say, I don't understand why people stay in abusive relationships. I don't understand why this, 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 you, you see a little bit of that. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that a grown adult continues to remain in an abusive relationship. And cannot make the decision to leave. 
I think in scenarios like that, especially in this, in what we're talking about with with this lady, and I and I understand why people would be upset about a church because obviously they're leaders, right? They're your teachers. They're teaching you about the way of the Lord. Why should somebody insist or tell you to stay there? And then they'll they'll bring up Bible passages to support what they're saying. And uh, I, I talked about this on my podcast with T with Mrs. S. And I said, the Bible will support a lot of ideas. <laughs> Contrary. I mean, it is a literary, a literary work. You're going to open it up and you're going to read it. And my interpretation of what I'm reading could be completely different from the way you're reading it. Number one, it's a book that was translated from so many different languages and people are going to translate it the way they think they're supposed to translate it. I have a Bible app on my phone and it has so many different versions and I'll pick a verse and I'll read it in the different versions and they sound different. Okay. The Bible is there to help soothe your soul. You're supposed to read it. You're supposed to understand, you know, why God made people the way they made people, what his edicts were. Why should we follow these things, right? And that same Bible that people like to harp on the women are supposed to be submissive to their husbands, divorce is wrong. That same Bible also tells men to treat their wives like precious gifts that men are not supposed to abuse their wives. You don't see that. They will not see the fact that abuse of your wife is grounds for a separation. It's in this, it's in the same Bible. So I don't understand how people can sit down and go to their man of God and take what this person is saying about you <laughs> gospel you're the one who is experiencing the assault the battery all of that not your daddy geo he's going to give you his perspective he's going to talk to you from his mandate his mandate is about divorce being wrong you're not going to expect him to stray away from that no matter the no matter the situation he's going to tell you because that's his mandate. You could go to another pastor who believes that divorce is allowable. And it and if there is abuse in a relationship, if there's adultery in a relationship, yes, you'll get divorced. But her particular pastor, per the you know, chatter that's around there, maybe was against divorce. And if that's his mandate, he's not going to stray away from that. So how do you go and say, it's this person's fault. I'm not saying, or you're holding him responsible. Everybody has their role to play and has to accept responsibility for the role they played in this. But how do you say, I'm pointing the finger at this guy when somebody else did the murdering of the woman? How do you point the, the finger at this church when the woman chose to remain in the relationship, in the marriage? So this is this is where I'm coming at, at you with the hard-hitting I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm going to talk about personal responsibility and that's where it needs to be. People can listen to this and say, oh, 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 you're saying that because, 
or maybe her marriage is this, that, and the other. Nobody knows what my marriage is. And if I sit down on bloody YouTube or whatever, and I post photos of me smiling with my husband every day, or I say I love my husband every day. So do you think that I haven't had moments of anger with my husband? Are you saying that we haven't gotten into arguments with my husband, you know, about certain different topics? That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. We have. We're human beings. come <laughs> come from completely different worlds. There are things we're not going to agree about. And sometimes those things are going to turn into serious arguments. But just because I put up a picture of us happy and in love doesn't mean that we don't have those conversations. Now, granted, my husband is a wonderful man. And I don't... I will never experience abuse at the hands of my husband. It's never going to happen. It's never going to it's never going to happen because number 1, before I I I chose to accept his proposal of marriage to me to you know to me, I investigated this man. <laughs> and and I'm not saying oh just because I investigated him, I found out everything about him. I found out enough about him for me to say, yes, this is somebody I want to align myself with. And then when, before getting married to him, I laid down my deal breakers, just as he did. There are things that I could do that would cause him to leave me. And there are things that he would do that would cause me to leave him. Are you ever going to do those things? No, I'm not. Are you going to do those things? No, I'm not. And bet, let's get married. That's fine. We'll do it. And then the day he does one of those things, I'm not going to pat him on the back and say, okay, I forgive you. Let's sit down and chill. I told you that the day that you do this, it's over. And that's how it's going to be. So I don't know how her, and and I'm talking from my perspective, obviously. I don't know how, you know, her courting was with this man. I don't know what she found out about him. I don't know what she knew. if, If she knew anything about him, his life or whatever. And she married him and then he he abused her and it's possible she comes from a family of abuse maybe she saw her mother go through this and she thought well you know that's marriage I I don't know (laughs) you know there are so many maybes what if I think I don't know but she is it and then and then if the story is true that he ties her up and tells the kids to beat her then now she has kids who are experiencing this this cycle of abuse and are thinking it's okay to do this, you know, because, you know, my mom allows it. So let's, let's get to the hard-hitting thing. Someone's going to listen to this and say, you can't say that, you know, people are different or whatever. And I'm taking all of that into consideration and I'm saying... 
you don't need to wait for something like that to happen to you for you to realize that this is no way to live. That is not a marriage. You don't have to. Your husband is not supposed to hit you. You're not supposed to hit your husband. You're only supposed to interact with absolute love. All your husband is supposed to do is blow kisses at you, kiss you all over, hug you, tell you he's he loves you and he's going to protect you. That's the sort of relationship you're supposed to have with your husband. Your husband is not supposed to look at you and say, I'm going to hit this punching bag as hard as I want to because that's what this thing is to me. You're not in a marriage. A man who hits his wife, he does not see you as his wife. He does not see you as his equal. What you are is a punching bag. And if you sit down and you see and, and you justify him hitting you and you turn it into, oh, he does that because he loves me, you have a serious problem. You need help. <laughs> you do. So I'm not going to, you know, bandwagon this thing. I'm not going to join the loud voices that are saying religion failed, this, that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to focus on the person who is going through this abuse. Now, there is... Stockholm syndrome and all these different mental ail you know ailments that that you know people end up having that I I don't understand that and I'm not even going to claim to understand how it works um and it's possible that you know this could be the things that are affecting people but if you are an adult woman over a certain age, I would say 25 and older, and somebody is, is being abusive towards you, it's never okay for you to stay there. It's never okay for you to justify the person's behavior. What you have to do is to put one leg in front of the other and leave. And that's that's the end of it. Um you have to let that person know that that behavior will never be tolerated. I don't care who you think you are. It's just never going to be tolerated. And that's that. I don't think you should ever make excuses for this person. Let me tell you, abusers make excuses for themselves. Abusers will tell you to your face as they're abusing you that I did not abuse you. I never did any of those things you're saying. It's their way. And they will be justified in saying that because the next day you're going to dress up and look pretty and go and attend an event with the person who abuses you. You're going to put on your makeup. You're going to cover up whatever marks he puts on your body, depending on what kind of abuse, if he's the kind who hits you in strategic places where nobody's going to see. You're going to go out with him the next day and no one is going to believe that he hit you when you're dead. So because you were out with him the day after the, the day he supposedly hit you, you guys were smiling and laughing and things like that. Understand that when you're dead, it's too late. 
If the reason you're leaving is because you don't want people talking about you, you don't want the stigma of I'm a divorced woman, you don't want people pointing at you, you don't want people saying what the fact of the matter, and I say it and I'll continue to say it, people are going to talk about you regardless. They will talk about you. We're talking about her now. She's dead. And we're talking about her. And we're looking for someone to blame. And I know it's hard, you know, because people are going to say, well, maybe she didn't have the means, but she did have the means. There were, there, look at the, uh, the outpour of love, the outpouring of love, the crying, the loud gnashing of teeth and rending of clothes that's going on right now. There are people who are ready and willing to give her the support that she needs. So it, it you, you, you're not going to point fingers. What is it about her? Why couldn't she see that this is not the place to be? And so that's why I'm having this conversation now because we're not going to be saying cautionary tale every single time. Today, as I'm talking, if I have any friends who are right now in an abusive marriage and think that's where they need to be because they don't want to be talked about, I'm here to tell you, get out. Get out. Call me. We'll talk about it. We'll find a way. But it's never a good idea to give someone, enable someone to continue to harm you physically. Especially when you have children there who are watching this. It's not the way. You matter. Your life is important. You're not going to give somebody else, you know, the leverage to harm you. The okay to harm you. You have to say to yourself, this is not what I want for my life. This is not what I want for my children. And you leave. We have to start saying, it's okay to get a divorce. (laughs) It is very okay. Because people are going to talk about you and your life is important. And the conversation we want We don't want to have the conversation of, oh, she's dead and this is why she died. The conversation we want to have is she left that horrible beast of a man who was abusing her and now she's better for it. That's what he needs to see to realize that what he's doing doesn't work. And talking about men who are abusive, you know, if you think, oh, if I leave him, he's not going to change You're not leaving him for him to change. You're leaving him for your life. (laughs) You're leaving him for you. You you have to start. At some point, you have to say, can I take care of me? So you're not leaving him for him to change. But I guarantee you, when you leave, he is going to change. He's going to recognize that what he's been doing was wrong. 
you stay there no he's not there's no change that's going to occur because well she's still here isn't she she must like what i'm doing she must co-sign for it so i'm going to keep being me but when you leave he will realize that that was not cool and maybe you will realize that you're not a good mix maybe you trigger him and he'll make sense to you there are some men who are abusive to one woman and when they get to another one they're not that way with her why i don't know what is it and there are people who are abusive it doesn't matter who it is she might be the best woman in the world that's just his way he's a beast so when it comes to abuse you you don't make excuses you don't try to figure you know say well i'm staying because of this i'm no no it's never i'm staying put your things in your bag and go i can't i can't stress it enough there is no way that i can have this conversation and try to point i i won't do the pointing of fingers and the reason i'm not doing the pointing of fingers is not because i don't think that these people you know shouldn't tell people that they shouldn't but the fact of the matter is that's not their mandate their mandate is to tell people to stay in their marriages So what's the point talking about it? They need to take responsibility for their role in it. But should I sit there and and you know talk them down or say all this stuff about them? I'm not even interested in that. Those are not the churches I go to number 1, you know, and I don't even I I can't <laughs> it's just how do you re- you know reconcile the fact that somebody is telling you somebody who is not being abused is telling you who is being abused to stay in an abusive relationship how do you a human being with with a full brain reconcile that how does that even make sense to you the only thing he's telling you from his perspective from his point of view from what he believes he's supposed to be teaching you but you know how it feels when somebody is kicking you beating you tearing you down and doing all this in front of your children you know how it feels so you thank your daddy geo thank you for saying what you're saying but i'm here to tell you daddy geo i am leaving i'm going to leave this man i'm telling you because i would like for you to counsel him on his bad behavior but what i'm going to do for my life and for my children's lives is leave Thank you, Daddy Gio. <laughs> Because you know how it hurts. He doesn't. Anyway, what are your thoughts? I know a lot of people are going to say, "Well, you can't say that because this and the other, you know, or they're going to tag it as blaming the victim." I'm not blaming anybody. Okay and I I a, a person who who escapes abuse is not a victim. She's a survivor. And that's what this woman could have been. So, I'm not blaming anybody. That's not my way. I'm saying 
everybody needs to accept responsibility. A man hits you day one, you remain there day two. Day two, you start being a part of that. Day two, you start, you start, you own your role in that if you stay there. Because what you need to do is, is day two, get out of there quick. That's what you do. So anyway, it's really sad. May her soul rest in perfect peace. This is, we, we are now in a time where, you know, these stories aren't hidden. They don't stay locked up, you know. These are in the times where people experience this and you don't hear about it until 10 years later or when the person is dead. We're not supposed to be having these stories and talking about stories like this, okay? You see it. We see it on a daily basis. We see people who are being hurt by this sort of thing. This is not the conversation we should be having, You shouldn't wait for it, for you to experience it, for you to know you shouldn't have to deal with this. Walk. Take control of your life. Accept personal responsibility for your life. As usual, you can leave me a voice note, comment, let me know what you think, and I'll circle back. Thank you, my Smooners, for joining this Kiki. And if you want to show me how much you really like me, click the support button and pledge your support.